What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Don't Give Up the Ship Podcast, episode 123. Uh, and we're back with another Ask the Chief. Uh, it's been a while since I've caught up with Chief Bob uh, on an episode. Anyway, you ever been walking through the Navy Exchange and wonder why all the Naval Pride and Heritage gear is horrifically ugly and you wouldn't actually wear it? Have you ever wanted some really cool gear and you just don't know where to go? Well, I got you, fam. Go to dgutsapparel.com immediately. Get yourself some Naval Pride and Heritage gear you'll actually wear in public. Uh, we're working on new designs all the time, open to ideas. We're trying to create a brand that uh, lets you display that pride, but doesn't make you cringe. Uh, also, if you're willing to and you're able to, please go to patreon.com slash dgutspodcast. Pick one of the five tiers and become a patron today. And uh, I figured like it'd be a good time to do it. And also, I just was having trouble. Like I I've been talking to a ton of people to like uh, schedule podcasts and everything just kept not working and falling through. And then I didn't have anything scheduled. And so I've been working on some solo stuff as well. But uh, and I mean, Friday uh, is when I released the open message to commanders. So um, <clears throat> that one was not planned at all, obviously. Um, and so, uh, first of all, like I, I want to apologize for there be not being a video. Um, I recorded video when I recorded that podcast and there was a glitch with my camera. I don't know what happened. I still can't figure it out. I've tried to repair the video and all kinds of other stuff. So, um, if there's any video editing gurus out there, I know Damo is the homie over at PTSF podcast, but like, I don't, it's one of those weird things where I, I don't even think it can be fixed, but you know, I might be wrong. Um, but anyway, so I want to apologize for that. And then, uh, I'll, I'll be putting some stuff out to kind of calmly clarify some things. Not, and it's not, a, I'm not trying to like defend anything. I stand behind every single word I said and how I said it. Um, but you know, like just to provide a little more context and dive a little bit deeper into it. But anyway, um, so there's that, there's that piece of it. But then, yeah, I just, <laughs> I kind of reached out to chief Bob and I was just like, Hey man, what are you doing? <laughs> like I need to do, I need to get something done. And I, we haven't done an episode in a while. So, uh, that's what this is us catching up. Uh, we talk about a lot of things. Um, like always, I mean, it's a, it's an ask the chief episode. So if you've been around a while, you know what I'm talking about. If not, stay tuned. It's, it's always fun. Uh, I, I love talking to, to Bob. Um, unfortunately not senior chief Bob. I just found out like a few hours ago that, uh, he didn't get picked up this year, but he will, I have no doubt. Um, and I had some, some awesome friends like shout out to Sophia, made senior chief. Uh, just, it, it's cool to see every year. Uh, and so if any of the listeners made it, congratulations. And I hope you enjoy this one. Check it out fire uh, hat dude I like that. good old facebook ads man i'm a slave to ah. capitalism <laughs> ditto i gets me sometimes <laughs> too especially with jujitsu stuff um i have to keep like i've probably gone to like 10 different sites to like buy shorts and uh like i add a bunch of stuff to my cart and i'm like ah, i don't need it and then i just like, yeah yeah, yeah. It. i uh, i keep getting ads for them and then uh or I keep, I've seen it for probably yeah. months. And so I recognize I like, that. Right. I feel like I probably have seen it too. Um, but yeah, it's a cool hat. I feel like I know vaguely what company it is or something, but anyway, um, so what's new, what's new in the chief Bob universe. You're just waiting for these results. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm so I like I had another moment where I'm so unplugged, like I had no idea, like I didn't like because it helps that the COVID stuff, like the dates were always different for a few years. But are we back to like a normal pipeline now, like a normal timeline? 
ish. Well, so I don't really know because mm. I didn't pay attention to it pre-COVID because I wasn't eligible then, right? Right. Um, so I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't stressed about the dates at all. But mm. so the last two years are hard to tell. It seems right. It seems about. Right. I looked like at. I did. Well, what's what's weird though is so I was trying to do like historical yeah. trend analysis, right? And so you can look up through my Navy HR the previous mm-hmm. quotas for the last three years. And in the corner, it has like the dude, the admiral or whoever signs it, dates it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next thing I looked at is the um, nav admin with the results. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was um, two months later. And I was like, that yeah, sounds takes about crazy long. That's that sounds right. crazy long, though. From, from the board, time. That for the, the, no, the quotas come out at the end of the board. Yeah, so yeah, that Millington releases the quotas, but then the the like our recommended selections have to go through that chop chain all the way up to like CNP, and when CNP signs it out, then it's like right ready. So right, take, but that usually eight takes weeks, about six to eight weeks. Yeah, so that seems crazy. Less, I thought it was. It, I thought it was dude. supposed to be <laughs> so. Like when you set the chief board, though, didn't they I'll, tell you it would be three to five? Mm-mm. Well, it was supposed. I could have swore you said three to five. I don't. Thinks I might have. I don't know. It's been a while. I don't remember what they said, but to, in my head right now, six to eight weeks sounds right. But I'd have to do, you know, like I'm fucking dropping stuff all the time. So like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, but so anyways, yeah. they the the quotas came out on the 21st. Sound, it sounds about right. Timeline wise. And so because I obsessed next- over senior chief for a while because I was trying to be a cob and and I was up yeah. a million times. So I was like. I'm pretty confident like May, June timeframe was results for senior chief and master chief. Yeah. Traditionally. Yeah. So I, it sounds like we might be back in a tradition. Do you, That's do what, you have any data? Somebody on, else said I that like at end of May. Stuff. Yeah. And no. May, well, June, so I feel like somebody said it's usually like the last week of May, which, and again, I don't know. And it's mm. the last two years aren't a good indicator really. Right. Um, right. But they, so they haven't said anything yet um, about when they expect him to be. So obviously not this yeah. week because they'll usually tell you like at the beginning of the week. Squirrels, right? They're being super secret squirrels about it. No big deal. <laughs> little little product placement for you. Dgetsapparel.com. Go get you a secret squirrel shirt soon. By the time this comes out, maybe. But I got the skiff mates one. I should have brought it in here too. It's pretty dope. It's like the I don't think I showed it to you. It's like a Star Wars. Here, I'll do it real quick. It's like a Star Wars font with I, Matrix. Yeah, you posted uh, it in the. Uh, did I? Oh the, yeah, I posted it on it social called? media. Well, yeah. I'm talking about it now, so that's what it, it's the Star Wars font, but it has like the Matrix green lettering behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty. My CT homies, they could see. I just did the thing with the camera. I got to move it. Hit my. Just turn off the autofocus. No, I hit my oh, desk. Oh no, it's bumping so it, like, it. Earthquaked. Yeah, I need to bolt. I need to do basically with that microphone that you used that one day that was like clipped onto the desk. I need yeah, to yeah, like yeah. permanently attach this thing to the desk so that it. Uh, I'd have to like hit the pole for it to shake. Right. Like that, but, so so anyways, the they haven't said anything. So next week, hopefully, but that's just mm. a total guess. Um, yeah. And then of course, like my favorite is looking through. I think the other day in one of the chief groups, somebody posted mm. something about like, Hey, when are the eight and nine results coming out? And 
if my there's like a thousand... cousin's aunt that used to bang yeah. the McPond said. <laughs> there's like a bunch of random rumors, right? Which, yeah. um, and most of it's just sarcastic, stupid answers, which are mm. just funny to, to laugh through. Yeah. But somebody was saying that they might be taking longer because, and I didn't even think about it because it doesn't apply to any submarine rates, but that whole, mm. the, uh, rating marketplace something or other like oh yeah basically like if i was in a different rate right i would apply and then if i got accepted to be they could there's a set of results that could come out and say hey you're just a senior chief right now and then there's other rates where it'll say like hey you're eligible to apply for senior chief rates now or positions and then you have to get accepted for that billet and so i'm sure like sorting through all those details it's yeah, probably and, a and I don't know, but trying to sort through all the quotas, like what quotas do we need for the detailing marketplace and what quotas do we need, you know, and it's like they yeah, come exactly. out with the, the good idea for this marketplace thing with zero infrastructure to support it like they do everything else. I'm assuming it, like I'm just like yeah, being no. baited right now. I don't know anything about it, really. Like Joe tried to explain it to me and I'm like, like, I guess it sounds like a good idea, but I'm just assuming it's being execute executed horrifically because trend analysis. It's, like, from what I what I understood, like, I don't I don't think it's a terrible idea. It's just hard because mm-hmm. it's hard for me to wrap my head around it because there's no submarine rates that it applies to. Yeah. And because of that, I kind of just wrote it off of like, uh, that's a surface thing or that's, you know, that's they, the other communities. And so it doesn't apply to me. So I didn't get yeah. too invested, but, and it's not like just a, so like a selfish, like it doesn't apply to me. Like it doesn't apply right. to any submarine rates. How, so I didn't get too why? invested like, with it. Why is, su- are the submariners not playing? I think our, uh, advancement and structure and building and all that stuff Ooh. is just so structured and limited already that there's not, yeah. Like we don't have a bunch of like senior chief billets on a boat that you could go fill and be like, Hey, I know all you chiefs, like you, you don't necessarily get auto advanced to senior chief, but if you go take Mm. this EDMC or Cobb billet, you know, like the, what else is a senior chief specific better billet, you know? Yeah. I feel like you could do it. I just, the personnel costs would go up. Like I always thought that even though we're small, like it would make a lot more sense for there to be like, um, like, so like within supply, like you have, or like nav, nav ops, right. They have the Nodia, right. Mm-hmm. So like whoever's they going got rid of those. Them, well, I'm just saying like, I, I think right. there's value to having that, like having department chiefs yeah. at the, so that the department chiefs would be the E8 billets. And then the nine billets would be Cobb and EDMC like and it would eliminate a lot of like there are certain things that happen in my experience on submarines in like the structure of how the chief's mess works that uh, it can get weird. Like when you have an EDMC that's a master chief and a Cobb that's a senior chief, like it's a stupid problem to have that could be really easily fixed. You could do it a bunch of ways like the they've discussed like frocking those guys when they show up like they do an eng to yeah, yeah. or whatever. But it's like or you could just do what the rest of the Navy's doing. And like when they go into that role, they're advanced because like unless they get fired for cause. I think even like a below average cob, it's like you volunteered to go to that role and you didn't get fired. You get a second star <laughs> like and right. then maybe they don't be, become CMCs based on that performance. But like there's something to be said for that. Just the act, like just the being willing to 
raise your hand. And yes, I did it no, un, with the understanding I was going to have a second star, but you have to like, y- even though you're signing up for it to get the second star, you still got to do it's like nukes that reenlist right out of power school or whatever. Right. It's like, you got to do that six years now. You're like, yeah, you got that. I fat think it, bonus, that's just another, like, that's another thing. thing though. The, their argument against why they like the Cobb pro pay is only 150 bucks a month, right? To go yeah, be a Cobb be or a CMC, you get 150. It should be, a lot it should be but they want, they want you to want to do it not for the money they want you to yeah, do it for okay, the job like, which i, want I, I get it i get to be it like a selfless saint too but it's never gonna happen and it's yeah. like i don't think the money it would be a huge incentive i think it would be like uh ointment on the wound like of the experience well, you I know? Would, like it would but then i would also would say a like, nice like benefit <clears throat> The counter argument to that, though, would be how many I know of at least one. um, I'm sure there's a handful. Right. But how many say for submarines, right? How many cobs have shown up as senior chief and not made nine before they left? Oh, whole bunch, like a whole bunch. Like, and it's not, not the majority, though, by any I stretch. Was, yeah, no, I, not the majority, but there's a grip of them, especially like <clears throat> the Navy T's and guy, guys that are in rates that are are not making many, if any, Master Chiefs. Like the, if there were a, a, like a more proportional amount of mm-hmm. cooks that wanted to be cobs, there'd be a bunch of cooks not making nine like ever. And it's this not is, for, like that gets me back to my my good. old argument, though, that mm-hmm. Cobbs should not should be different. should not be their yeah. source rate. I 100 percent. It agree. should be its own rate. It should be. a. Command I feel like they chief. should be called like, command senior chief. Yeah, 100 percent. Like once you fuck because think about think about like the situation Who's going back right now where you have well, but where you have. Yeah, you haven't been in rate for a decade. And then also like it's more of just like a common practice than a policy. But uh, the, I think. I'd have to talk to a cob detailer or something or look at the the what's it called? The sub pers man or something and see if it says anything. Yeah, but like a post tour cob that doesn't get picked up for CMC <clears throat> doesn't go back to their source rating most of the time. It happens like I had a IDC that was the cob on one of the boats here. I don't I don't remember. And he didn't get picked up for CMC and kind of like the I don't know if he finished his cob tour or what he had medical issues that mm-hmm. like had him like retiring early basically. But I, I think he finished his cob tour, but he picked up nine, like on his way in, he picked up nine with me the same year. And, uh, it was like, um, they put him in the IDC role at that flag command because they had to put him somewhere. And I right. think cause of the medical stuff, he had to stay local banana. I don't really know the details. Yeah. He explained some of it to me, but whatever. Um, but yeah, it's like if you've been out of your source rate for like three or four years and then you don't pick up nine and they're like, oh, OK, well, now you're just going to go be a senior chief at the A school. It's like, does that make sense? Like, do you? Well, not like, even that, but like so for shore duties, I kind of get the flexibility, right? Because uh, it, at that point, the jobs that they're filling are pretty rate agnostic. And so. It's kind of irrelevant where what you're doing there, right? You're just being in charge of a bunch of people one way or another, right? I'm not saying that's what's weird to me is how many people have gone like who's done a cob tour? Once you go do a cob tour, though, you're not going back to see is anything other than a cob. I guess what I'm saying though is like you being in the position you're in right now, like you're going back to a boat as a as a whatever the like EWG, you're you're a radio chief, like as far as I'm concerned, but like. You're going back to a submarine to 
not only like go back and try to figure out how to do your old job, but it's not even your old job anymore because of the rating. No. Now you're in IT. So it's like right. you're like going back like as somebody who almost cross rated sort of like not that extreme, yeah. but like pretty close. And so like but so like and, and I have no doubt that you're going to succeed there, but there's going to be like a learning curve and growing pains. Yeah, and for sure. The thing that I'm saying is like your talents could have been better used elsewhere if we just were willing to accept that sometimes unique career paths happen and a guy like you should be on a, a Jesus Felix career path instead of like a traditional <laughs> submariner career path just because you spent so much time. Yeah, that's a buddy of ours for context for everybody that doesn't know. He's right. on the uh, So you want to go to Norfolk episode, but he had a non-traditional career path and now he's a command master chief. So it's like, I think your value would be better used in that arena, not in like, okay, we're going to like retrain you. You're going to learn to code. You know what I mean? Like, all this, but I mean, you know, like we're going to retrain you almost to do it's. And that's not the like argument that I've heard your thing, but no. And I've had that same argument, but the argument against that, that I can understand is if, if I were capable of going to do that, right? Like, let's mm-hmm. say I was going to go be a command senior chief somewhere, obviously out of rating because there's no command right. senior chief billets in the subfleet. Then if I could go learn that, then why couldn't I also learn and do the work on a submarine? That's you know what I mean? And help out there. That's a argument for so many reasons. And the most obvious uh, one is you've spent your entire career learning how to be a leader and be in that position, right? Like you have not spent your whole career in rate, right? Right. So what? But that argument is stupid. But like you're infinitely more qualified to be a command senior chief than you are to be uh, whatever the f- whatever billet you're filling on the on a submarine. Well, I mean, I need to star first, but True. I don't know. I'm only I'm only looking forward to I don't I didn't really have um, I think I like start reading too much into the the background on dumb things and I like overanalyze stuff. Right. So it's not, I don't coming into this year, coming the last couple of years, like as of a few years ago, I did not have any hopes of making it this year. Mm -hmm. My initial first hope was next year would be my first real chance of when I thought that I would make it. Right. But even now I don't think that's true because by the time I actually get into the boat, get to the boat, yeah. By the time they, I meet up with the boat, I don't even know if I'm going to get a chance to get underway before evals are due. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. like, how much am I really going to get a chance to get done? So not. at You're best get a in my head, and here you go, guy, you know, like, right. Which that nobody's looking at that going, this dude sounds like an all-star. See, I get that there's a historical, you're looking at through all of it, right? Against you either. Yeah. No, Just, but it's it not takes helping longer, though. Yeah, it takes, it's not helping it takes longer for you to light the world on so, fire and do the thing. And but yeah, to right. So in my head, I would have to wait till next year's eval, which would be the following year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm looking at like two years down the line at this point, at yeah. least. But there's a chance based off of the stuff that I have Quotas from the stuff. last command that yeah. maybe maybe it works out this time. And if it does, that'd be awesome, because if it doesn't, yeah. my thought is it's not it's going to be on the way out the door off of the boat, yeah. which kind of sucks. Um, I mean, just it, again, that it'll slows work me down. out. It, it would, it'll suck. I don't think it'll slow you down. I think you'll, I mean, it if wouldn't you slow just, me down. Well, no. So here's what I'm saying is like one, you can get to board and check ride as a chief with a cob card in your hand. Mm-hmm. It's, it happens. And there's precedent mm-hmm. for qualifying chiefs cob, 
even though you shouldn't because senior chief's a prerequisite. Yeah. They've done it in this area that you're in now. They've done it. I know. Um, so I don't think that that I same mentality would I'm fly, not, though, from talking I, to other I'm, people. I'm not saying it would either. However, your stepdad's going to be the CMC <laughs> that makes that decision, aren't you, Aaron? I don't think he would. So I'm just saying. I don't think he would. I'm just saying. I bet you I'll give him a whole bunch of shit about it. No, because <laughs> I'll, I'll waterboard him into submission metaphorically, obviously. I think he, I think at least from talking to him, right? Like his point of view is like, yeah, I think you could, but I don't think that he would just because of the, well, the what I'm saying though, is strife that that would cause. And I would not be upset on, by that. If you put it on, on your way out the door and then just check right and board, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. and like you, then you go. I don't know, like do something. Maybe you go to group nine, hang out with Aaron for a week and then you go be a cop. I don't like, but what I mean is I that know. this could also like, let's say I put it on now and then, uh, with by next eval cycle, I'm completely done and qualified, right? Like mm-hmm. a year and change into the, yeah, then you could just my bounce, tour. Hopefully that if something came up and they needed somebody though, mm-hmm. then I'm at least on the list. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it gives me that yeah, chance. You're right. You're right. It's not That's likely that I would upset. go do that. It's not likely that I would split tour like that and go straight to it. I don't think they would. It do gives that. me the you'd opportunity. Be the, you'd be the last choice until you're yeah. like qualified and proficient. All the things like I feel like for sure. Like Aaron wouldn't want you to be the first choice because it's like, well, he needs to get reproficient no. submarines first. Right. Right. You know? right. So, but it could happen, especially if they put you on like a shipyard boat, which would suck in its own way. But yeah, but whatever. I, I just mean that there's, it, it gives me more options obviously. Yeah, so sure. I don't know. Fingers crossed. We'll see what happens, I but I'm just hoping that uh, I don't. So I, I was laughing. Full. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'll be the optimist in the room. So I got, here's, here's the, the reason that, uh, cause superstitions are, are everything in the Navy, right? Well, we call them yeah. traditions, but, yeah. um, <laughs> but, uh, or so yeah. when, when Tony made senior chief that mm-hmm. year, he'd been up for it for a while. Also when he made it, he gave like immediately gave me and the other dude in the division, all of his, uh, chief stuff. He like split everything that he had in half, gave it to mm-hmm. both of us. And he's like, yeah. you guys are going to make it this year. And we're both like, cool. Thanks for ruining it for it. Like jinxing us type <laughs> deal. And then none of you did. No, no, no. Both of us did that year. Oh, though. made chief. Yeah. yeah okay. Right. And so, <laughs> no, no, no. So both sense. of us made senior or yeah, both of us made chief. chief. Yeah. And then when, um, so this year he put on nine, right. And picked yep. up CMC. I and love, maybe I love a week that ago, he's running around the Navy, wearing an anchor with two stars above it. Cause I knew him I as a first class. And I would like, I, love it. I would have bet my left kidney that he would not be that guy, but I'm no, super happy it. that he is though. Like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. amazing. But so he, about a week ago in the mail, I got a box that's got like every senior chief, uniform nice. item cufflinks all the jazz yeah. right oh yeah which is awesome I but i was like i could give you too probably <laughs> but well when he gave it to me i was like cool now he jinxed awesome. it so, but yeah. well, so like a he jinxed it but then B, the last, last time, time he did though. this yeah exactly yeah, there's a trend analysis baby let's right? go bob's gonna be senior chief bob no more chief bob yeah we'll see <laughs> um that'd be sick again it's one of those like i'm not uh 
it's just one of those in my head. If I don't this time, I'm not surprised or, or mm. whatever else. I'm not like upset yeah. about it. it. The only bummer part to me is thinking like, damn, it's probably going to be two to three more years then. Like realistically, maybe, yeah, um, maybe, but unless the numbers I mean, go, well, cause there's also going to be another rating split probably by Christmas. And so oh. I'm going to be in my third rate before the end what of the year, they, or fifth or now? whatever it is. What they're they taking the now? two and making it three. So they're putting LAN, EW, and radio as three different versions. So you're of just going to go back to being a radio chief? I don't know. <laughs> I Probably. They have not asked, nor have I given any input as to what I would like to be. Last I heard, awesome. they basically said, hey, we'll don't, don't contact us. We'll contact you. Like, yeah. we'll figure it out by looking at your record. But yeah, so you're going to be that, a radio chief. Based on what, though? What I did as a second on class? Based being a radio man? Like, <laughs> it's, well, but it's the only experience that you have, isn't it? Or is your more relevant recent experience land stuff? Well, I just finished up you, the senior IT school as I finished the final yeah. tomorrow for that. You know but, what I mean? So like, I mean, that's fair. I guess. And I spent all of my time on shore duty messing with EW stuff when I was in rate because that was okay. my rate. So I have no idea. Whatever. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, it's not going to matter. But on the anyway. plus side, I'm not really intimidated by any of the three. If I go, whatever it ends up being like, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so there's that. But then, um, so with that though, is when I started thinking about that, uh, uh, we were talking about it earlier or the other day mm. when I was talking about doing something about senior chiefs and mass chiefs because of yeah, the yeah. merge or because of the results. I'm going to do it. Hey. Right. Um, <laughs> Next episode. but there's, so there's two articles though, that yeah. like I thought were interesting. Um, both of them were in proceedings, of course. Mm. Um, and one of them from Paul Kingsbury, I read that one a long time ago and, and that's yeah. kind of, and to be honest, I haven't read it recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could be way off on what is an actual point is. So if he's listening, I'm sorry <laughs> if I completely butcher what your point is, uh, to be fair, I have not read it in a while, yeah. but the title of it, right. Is make better use of the super chiefs. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I always, that always, that's a thing that always bugged me was, um, I used to constantly get into arguments with my buddy, like not real arguments. Right. But Mm. so he went LDO and he was constantly trying to convince me and anybody else that he's ever met to go put in a package and do all that. Right. And that's cool. And I'm not against anybody doing it like more power to you. Even if you're only doing it for the money, like go get paid, Mm -hmm. take care of your life. I don't care about that. But what I don't get is the, is when they're trying to sell me with like this serious argument of like, there is a need for me to be an expert at this. Yeah. And it's like, well, how much of an expert are you though? Cause you're not doing that job anymore. Yeah, number one, yeah. like you have removed yourself yeah. from all button pushing and, and doing any mm-hmm. of that. Right. So you're no longer the SME or your right. SME experience almost stopped immediately. They're like, but then beards sort of like, right. But then what I don't understand is like his point was, he's like, well, I I'm the voice for that rate and that community to in the wardroom to the CO and and my argument would always be well if your CO is not listening to your senior chiefs and master chiefs yeah, in that rate problem, then there's, there's a bigger a problem problem yeah yeah you, I don't think you need to add more to the wardroom I think yeah. you need to deal with some other relational your relationship yeah. issues that you've got um so like I don't buy that as That's, you need yeah. that expert voice in in the wardroom because I've always you, been hung up on the same thing because like and maybe maybe it's it's applicable when you scale everything up to an aircraft carrier because there's so many layers of like leadership yeah. 
se- like separation between all the different And maybe layers. that's my problem. Maybe, maybe. maybe. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but like, yeah, I never understood the uh, like applicability. Like it was just like. Well, and then this- what else ruined it for me was talking to a, uh, when the closest I got was I called around and I got a hold of a, a W5, warrant five of, mm-hmm. I don't remember what the designator number was, some yeah. four letter something or the right or four number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he was a, a comms warrant. And so I found uh, the senior guy because I'm not eligible anymore for the LDO path. I'm only eligible for warrant if I were to put it in. Yeah. And so I looked into it and I called this guy up and was basically like, hey, run me through your career. He was a surface guy, but same mm-hmm. idea, kind of a radio man type deal. Yeah. And I was like, what do you, what do, you do? What have you done? Mm-hmm. What is it like? What happens? Right. Because I don't even know what I'd be applying for. Right. And. So he talked to me, super nice guy, super helpful with everything. But he was talking like he was talking about the ship that he went to. And I was like, oh, were you just like the commo there? And he was like, no, he's like, you're and I'm like, well, that's literally the point of your job, though. You know what I mean? Like and he's like, yeah, no. As soon as you get to a ship, though, you're you just become another officer in the wardroom. You're just another divo for whoever needs so he's a comms guy and he went and he was like yeah dude i was in charge of like uh uh was it cic the combat Combat information Information center Center? yeah yeah Yeah. so like control is the best that i can think of for us right like in charge of effectively sonar and fts and like that type of thing right something yeah but like he was like that had nothing to do with my background i was just an officer and so i'm like all that does is tell me that your job is not needed then, right? Like that's well, just a it, that's it just a be, JG. <laughs> it, well, it could just be a misappropriation of him. Like it could be the ship somebody shorthanded dis- or overstaffed well, that, yeah, somewhere like else. The ship deciding that like I don't need a comms graybeard. I need a divo in this division. So that's where you're gonna go. You know what I mean? Like, but then I, I don't, don't have that. Right. Then I would yeah, immediately I like, I, like yeah, the community exactly. should immediately be like, all yeah, right, well, you're yeah. not needed there. Right. I'll send some other academy grad who can go there right. and do that job. Well, that's what I never and I'll understood send you where you're needed is like, cause I applied for LDO like two or three times when I was a first mm-hmm. class and supply LDOs. Like you just go into the pipeline and become a normal supply officer. So I'm like, well, what's the point? Like, why isn't this just, why don't I just get a degree and go like OCS or seaman admiral or something? Like, I mean, I get a degree through Seaman Admiral, but like, why, right. why is there an LDO pipeline for supply? And then like food service, I kind of understood because then you go, you do have a role as a div on a big deck and then you kind of go into these niche roles um, like in the I just, rest of the structure. But it's like, yeah, that could be a supply officer, though. So like. Or a master chief, which I think would be way better. <laughs> like, because well, like I, I think was, that's what killed me is like I'm why, the FSO why? on a ship. Like I just right. hand stuff to my supply officer and say sign here, and they don't yeah. argue with me because they don't know what the hell I'm telling him to sign anyway until I train. But them it's up it's the then, same with all of that though. Yeah. Like, what's the I I don't understand how making you an ensign or a JG or whatever, mm-hmm. right? makes you more or differently credible i guess when yeah you're basing your credibility off the fact that you used to be a first class or above dude 
in that field. You know what I mean? Like if, if the basis of your authority or the basis of your expertise comes from what you used to do, then why wouldn't you just go ask the guys that are doing that? Right. You know what I mean? I always thought it. I wouldn't go ask the instant. I'd go ask the senior chief. Yeah. I don't know exactly how you would structure this, but like, I always thought it would make more sense for officer, for all officers to come from the enlisted ranks. Like, like you come in, you get a certain amount of experience and then you have to make a choice just like the Marine Corps does with like leadership and technical expertise. Right. It's like, yeah, you, I feel like or even if you came in with like this predestined, I'm going to go be an officer thing like you have to do three years enlisted and then you're going to go officer. And so that you at least understand the plight of the enlisted people I, whom your decisions affect so deeply. But like, I also feel like, like you're that. saying like what why do i need an officer in you know fso role when i could just have a chief do it you know and it's like and they'd be way better at it but then you're like oh well that officer needs to learn how to be a divo and it's like or they could just not be a divo and like you could structure the ranks differently so that like if i go technical expertise that divo is going to just be the like the food service officer is going to be a food service expert but then in the other Mm -hmm. like leadership positions then like you you would transition from chief into like lieutenant or something i don't know like i don't know how you do it or if you just like chop it up and like make a whole new rank structure but i don't know man. See, i think I just, that would be that would be the hard part for me is then yeah because somebody else brought up like okay well I mean, then they can't do even do get... rating mergers without pissing everyone off so this is probably never like this, this so would the thought was like how do you get to but how do you get to oh four then right like how does that exist in the LDO community. Right. And I, and I get that mm-hmm. my argument. And again, I don't know enough about the officer side of things to fully say, I do say, I don't necessarily agree that everybody should be enlisted prior only because I feel like their job is so different that, um, it can be in certain like pipelines. I would can, say like, I mean the end goal, right? Like if like you're a submarine officer, officers you're probably, if your end goal, yeah, Staff like your core, end goal is I to think go. It makes be, more sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think. So I like, think my idea applies. My, like in my brain, it applies more to the staff corps because I was supply. So like I got that's you. who I dealt with. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, line line officers but, are doing a totally different thing most of the time. Like they're right. there to be like they're being groomed to be commanding officers. Like they're spending. Right. And it's like arguably. So why waste three years of that time? But also, like arguably why do we even have divos in the role that we do? Like you could have like a chief's doing most of that anyway. And I'm trying to teach the divo management skills and standing in front of a group. So really they're, they're just hanging out with me to learn how to be, they're learning leadership and management skills for me. They're not learning a lot of technical stuff They're They are learning submarining things. Cause that's what they need to know to be right. a commanding officer, but it's all, all of it. Like the prime directive is I'm creating commanding officers. Like, that's the point here. And then, like, future mm-hmm. flag officers. But, like, the whole point of what I'm doing with a, a JO as a division officer is I'm I'm building commanding officers. That's it. So it's like, why don't we unburden all these JOs of all of the division officer responsibilities and let, like you were, you were saying, like, some version of the chief or super chief or whatever just like that's your job now <laughs> and then right the, and i'm not trying to like give chiefs more work to do either i'm just saying it doesn't really 
a lot of chiefs, I think, would agree that it's more stressful to try to teach this divo how to not F all this stuff up than if I just did it myself. But that's not training them. But do they really need right. to know all these things? Like, really what they need is to learn how to be a good commanding officer. And so, like, I can do that without bogging down my administrative and maintenance schedules and all yeah, this crap. But like, you could argue that you could argue that them screwing those things up along the way true, helps 100%. them when they are a CO yep. and they can understand what the, you know, they yeah. remember You're not getting wrong. kicked in the teeth there's, and all there's that. There's so value like, I'm, to that part. I'm of fine it in that aspect. Somewhat. I think it's, it's specifically the LDO community is what yeah. gets me about it. And again, I don't, I, I don't know enough about it because it wasn't a thing that I ever dove into. Yeah. And every time you ask, it's all cagey. Like I got told yeah. when I called that guy <laughs> that I'm not supposed to ask him, what do you do as a dub, uh -huh. as, as an That's LDO? Because they want job not, security, baby. They don't want them to right. delete any more designators out of that book. <laughs> They've like, already gotten rid of like, I think special warfare and like supply well, so uh, warrants. Are here's my now. other favorite one. Other, yeah. They're with comms, with the submarine comms LDO <laughs> world specifically, right? 6290. Yeah. Um, at 03, they now have to off ramp. You have to have your degree by then. And if you want to make 04, you will go into the like 1120 pipeline uh -huh. or maybe not 1120. I don't know what the number well, is, right? Yeah, but like the they're no longer, but they're no longer LDOs. They just go into the normal gen pop like right. officer pool and that's where you get advanced right yeah. so then my argument is so if you're saying you LDOs? don't need them <laughs> if if i don't need you at 04 yeah, and above, why then exist, why do i need then? you at 01 <laughs> through three i think that's what idea, i have seen chiefs and mass chiefs for i think the idea was was founded in a good place and likely because i read an article and it might have been paul's um but i read an article I think it was a different one that you sent me that where it was an older article where they're talking about utilizing chiefs better. It was the one from that the was award or whatever that you won. Yeah. yeah. So that was the one from um, chief McKenna. Yeah. So yeah. his one it's called, it's called the post-war chief petty officer, closer look, right? Right. That came out in December of 48. Right. So yeah. that was before Sierra and mass chief existed. Right. But so I, what his I, thing what I was, was basically there's, too many chiefs it yeah. was the point of his yeah. thing and not enough for them to do right well so what i was getting at with that reference was more like um at the time they established ldo cwo they were probably not using chiefs for what they're using them for now and so now there's all this convergence that makes a lot of what warrants and ldos do like makes a lot of it like irrelevant like i because there was a big like uh, shift in the wind of like, okay, chiefs are going to, you got to get degrees and we're going to put you in charge of all the stuff you weren't in right. charge of before and all this other stuff. There's this big sea change there that wasn't factored into the calculus when building the LDO CWO community because it's been around for a long time. So it's like, I'm willing to bet that's what's happening is it's like, it's starting to wither away slowly, even though they're, I'm sure they're fighting it because now it, it I mean, and I'm not, those are an attack on all the warrants. Like I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for, uh, the, Oh God, his name is escaping me. Uh, Brian Brown to like come at me sideways. Like, cause he's a warrant, uh, but like, yeah, sure. I'm just saying, I, like, I, I think they probably didn't figure, I think he'd be fair it, about that analysis of like, it's the hard spot though. Like I said, is, is bringing that up 
to people because it's not a I don't I don't look at an LDO and say you are useless or you are bad at your job or whatever. Right. Like there are plenty of great people that do all those things. I've met some food service warrants that I want to smother with. It's another story for another time, kids. But in general, right? Like I just look at what a lot of the early jobs that they've, the early billets and roles that they fulfill. Mm -hmm. And I just go, why, why does that have to be an LDO? Why can't that just be a senior chief or master chief? Right. And then to get to the Oh four path, right? Let's say you, you have to make nine and then you apply. And if you get picked up, you go immediately to Oh four. Right. Right. I, that would be a really because, cool option because like I, what always pissed me off was like the prospect of me making nine in rate was infinitesimal. Like I still can't right. believe I made it. Right. But the reason I probably made it is because for some reason they wrote into my the final eval that the board saw that I was like almost qualified cop, which, right. OK, being almost qualified something means you're not qualified something. So like I don't I, I didn't write it in there in my inputs. My CMC added that. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, whatever. So I think it like if if they created pathways for me beyond because like I had this conversation and didn't get a great answer from the NAV sub CMC at one point. They toured the A school when I was there and I was like, look, mm-hmm. man, I'm going to my second submarine as a senior chief. I'm going to do the same job I did the first time I was there, except, OK, yeah, now I'll be a department chief and I'll finish my cop wasted. Calls. But like why I'm going back to a submarine to do the same job, a job a first class can do. I'm like, why isn't there a pipeline for me to go to like aircraft carriers or something? It's the same job. And that's not always true. Right. But like for me it is. And, but I'm like, why can't you just create a technical expert like pathway for me where not only can I do, I'll do, okay, you want to get a chief's tour on me on a submarine? I got you. You want to get two out of me? Okay, fine. Like you did already. And so I t- basically told him, like, dude, if I decide not to be a cob, I'm never going back to a submarine. And and you're going to lose all that time and experience to me retiring, which is exactly what happened, but for different reasons. But if there was a pipeline for me to, uh, like, continue being a technical expert, like they had me on mm-hmm. a flagstaff doing inspections on submarines. OK, now kick me to Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania to go write policy and to be involved in, in like the planning of the future of our rating which, you know, now arguably is done by a bunch of civilians that are 20 years removed from being in the Navy and have no idea what they're talking about. And so like, or like send me to be the food service officer at a base galley as a master chief. Like that's a role that I should be filling, not some JG. Like it doesn't make any sense. It's not adding any value to their career progression. They should be at Fisk doing supply officer things because after the five minutes they spend near a galley at the beginning of their career, they go off and do exclusively supply things, but they're constantly chiming in on food service things, which they don't know what they're talking about. And they don't have people like me around to tell them, Hey, that's stupid. Here's why I should. Well, be it's just, role. if, you know, if like the, guys if like the me point should be is, in that role. gals like me should be in that role. If the point is for that JG to take you with them or constantly ask you what should happen because you are the SME, then what is that's there? What is the barrier, the necessity for them other than it's a stepping stone, right? And right, to your yeah, point, yeah, there are okay, other stepping were, stones that could be done. Yeah. I thought you were so making like, an argument that they should be there and they're the one in the meeting and I just gave them the inputs. And it's like, yeah, but like if I'm in the role, then it's like, 
there's a it's a different thing when Master Chief's talking than when a, a O2 is talking. Also, like for me, I had an O4 on that Flagstaff as my supply officer. They didn't even invite him to the to the meetings, dude. Like they did. They were planning uh, like underway replenishments for ballistic missile submarines. They wrote an instruction mm-hmm. on it. They beta tested it like uh, on a tabletop thing. They did all this stuff. Never once. I didn't hear about it until the instruction was already signed out. And they were telling me that they were going to replenish a submarine for with 90 days of food in four hours. I'm like, no, you're not. That's impossible. No, you're not. And they're like, yeah, no, you just they're going to be on a track and they're just going to go back and forth until it's done. I'm like, I don't. Oh, OK, like that could work. But you're going to be on the surface going back and forth on that track for 24 hours. Like there's, it's impossible. The hole is only so big. <laughs> yeah, I was like, just going to say, yeah, you can't you can get a top side, but submarines don't get, tend to stay yeah. surfaced. Right. You can't get the food through the hole in, in <laughs> less than that. Like, it's just, I, and they'll be like, they did this to me on Carter. They were like, Hey, we're going to bump the pier for ironically four hours. And you're going to load 45 days of food for the largest submarine crew on the planet. And I said, no, I'm not. And they're like, what do you mean? (laughs) And I was like, it's going to take 20. I need 24 hours because my guys have to at least sleep for like four hours because then we're presumably going to get back underway and do submarine things. But like it's going to take I mean, I'm going to be stowing food on the maneuvering watch like Mm -hmm. I can get it on the submarine in 24 hours and still get a nap for my guys. But like four hours is not real. And they're like, no, no, it'll be fine. This is like my Cobb and my XO. Oh, no, it'll be fine. We're going to, you're going to have the whole crew. Everybody's going to be, how, I'm like, it, you, you don't understand. It doesn't matter how many bodies, oh, God, I keep hitting my desk. You, it doesn't matter how many bodies you throw at the problem. Like the hole is only this big. Like it doesn't, like you can, we'll get all the food on board the submarine safely in 24 hours. My guys will get like a four hour nap. We will still be stowing food. Even if like we take all the trash underway that you're not going to want on board Cobb, like even right. if we just gave up on and said we're going <clears> to <throat> store all the cardboard and all like even if we do that, I need like basically 24 like, just to get it on board. And so then they finally were like, all right, we're going to bump like we're going to like tie up for I think I actually ended up getting like two or three days because they need uh, some part wasn't going to get there fast enough or whatever. So then like the important things <laughs> ended up giving me more time. But I'm like, yeah, well, it's just it's just not y- real. You and know, they, they don't even talk to you about that stuff. They don't even you they wouldn't have had to put a supply officer to the meeting. I was say you wouldn't. But if they did, you wouldn't have had to put up such a fight because there would have been some random JG in the wardroom who goes, listen, I'm the food expert and I'm telling you, see, maybe we do need warrants but that's all what along, I'm, right? No, I don't agree with that because the difference between me and that 04 is I would choke slam an 1120 in that meeting and how do you argue with Master Chief about what Master Chief has done for 20 years? Like you don't right. is the answer to that. There's not an 1120 in that room that would have told me I was wrong about what I've spent like 20 years of my life doing at like on. Like it's just how do you, you can't argue with my level of expertise at this point. But that supply officer, it's like they're easy to squash because they're part of that hierarchy, too. I'm at my terminal pay grade. I don't give a flying fuck how they feel about anything like they're going to get <laughs> they're going to get it straight and they're going to get pushed around a little bit because I know I'm right. Like this isn't a conversation. Yeah. This is me downloading information and experience into you. And like, right. could we have a conversation about other things? Sure. But like as far as like me telling you, like there is no way you're getting 90 days of food through a hatch on a submarine in four hours. And that's just a fact. 
Like it's, I've done this too many times. Like I know how long it takes. Like you could be moving at light speed and you're not going to get all that. Yeah. Like get out of here. Like it's not real. And you can't argue with me on that. Like if I'm the one saying it, it's just like, come on. Like, yeah, I think it would be interesting too. like, that's a a difference in understanding communities, right? Because if you had somebody who's done an unrep on a surface ship, yeah, sure. All the things, all the pallets probably fly across in a couple of hours. Like yeeting pallets off of a USNS. That's a whole different thing. But like on a submarine, but again, this big all the time. Well, not only that, the pallet lands. The pallet lands on your ship. It sits there. Forklift into the hangar bay and like. Can right. Like, but on. then you can detach, right? Break away. Yeah. And then you, and then they can spend the next day off. and a half stone it all. <laughs> right. And like, and then helicopter off all the cardboard. So the CMC doesn't <laughs> have a stroke. Like, yeah, it's, it's a different, it's a whole different thing. It's a whole yeah. different thing. Um, yeah, no, it's funny. So I, in that, the original article and the, the one from 48, I was laughing cause I was reading, yeah. reading back through it. Right. That was a great and article. He was, it is, it's some of it's a little, odd to yeah, read. I, I mean, some of it's I'm just dated. Di- yeah. Like, I don't but, know if it's the way that he's wording things because like English has changed and I'm dumb and illiterate. Uh, it's probably a good portion of it. It's but probably that <laughs> we're probably just probably. dumber than the, like when you read a lot of that stuff from back then, it's like, like who taught you English? Cause you guys right. sound like you guys sound like a physicist yeah. or something. Like they just no. like the way they articulate themselves. I mean, to be fair, you totally did say that different. you were going to, People were yeeting pallets, and I don't think I that was in the I lexicon back also, in 48. I, I am also <laughs> existing on the internet as like a influence guy or whatever. So it's like I just, you know, I'm trying to keep but, up with the kids, you know, like with the vernacular. Well, but so what's funny to me is when I was reading through it, um, I was skimming through it, and there's a couple of spots yeah. in there that I thought were funny because, again, this was written in 48, and how much of it still is super accurate now, yeah. right? Or still like good used advice. Like yep. this, he talks about how like, they're so good. Dude. He tells people that they, um, right. Like again, based on the difference in, uh, in, in vernacular, I yeah. guess, but he talks about how like, you shouldn't choose a career in Naval service solely based on the, uh, remuneration involved. Like basically don't do it for the money. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. you don't want to do you this, then no, it says no reasonable amount of money. No reasonable amount of money could make it worth their while. Right. Which is good. It's still true. Like Mm -hmm. don't do it for the money. I agree. Sure. I, I'm not making boatloads, but I'm doing pretty damn good for an idiot who scraped his way through high school. Yeah. Um, but then like he's talking about, uh, the idea of, I think it's interesting thinking about somebody who's post-war, like you're a chief in 48, right? Which means you spent, serious time through yeah. world war ii right? right you were there when there was like a ton of shit going on you were doing like there yeah. was a mission there was a purpose you saw it people died like crazy stuff right mm-hmm. and he's talking about how like if you're not happy with it though um talking about uh like sourly regarded the three-year periods uh still separating him from his retirement date uh, <laughs> and that those three years shaped up as a sort of endurance contest, right? Yeah. So like, the, even those dudes were still I like, "I want my DD two fourteen blanket." Like, yeah, I just got to survive three <laughs> I just gotta years. Just got to ride it all out. He said. White knuckles. White knuckles. But then too, like one of the other ones that he said is, he says we're engaged in operating four ships with three crews, so to speak. Good. Which is funny because the Under rest me. of the article is talking yeah. about how there's the, their point was there's too many 
post-war chiefs. Like there was yeah. too many chiefs yeah. and they're getting bounced around a bunch because it would be like, Hey, we don't need four radio yeah. chiefs. So like right. one of you guys has to go. And then the, because there was no senior chief or master chief, it was a hard spot of like, who is the senior yeah. of the three chiefs in that division. Right. Right. And then we don't necessarily have that direct. Do it again. Uh, I mean that, that, that conflict or that, that issue still exists sometimes. Right. Because yeah. just showing up, like to your point, showing up and being, you don't get promoted on the spot for taking a billet. So if you go somewhere right. and you're the a, a radio chief, especially in NavOps now, right? Like on mm -hmm. a BN where you've got likely four plus chiefs in mm -hmm. between navigation yeah. and, uh, you know, you've got like your ANAV, your NAV, mm -hmm. NAV div chief, your radio yeah. guy, your EW guy. And it's like, okay, so who's the no dia? Who's in charge of that when right. all four of you are the same rank? And that's like, there's just weird drama with that. Um, but he talks about like, there's that issue that comes up. And then um, it when you bounce people around too much, you don't give them a chance to like, basically develop ownership and figure out what's really going on. They're yeah. just showing up trying yep. to complete a, a job, a task list, right? Which like <laughs> defeats a lot of your purpose. Yeah, you mean and, like devos on a submarine? Like, well, I <laughs> mean like that, but they just bounce but like, around and they <laughs> in that situation. Yeah. But in that situation too, with chiefs, like it's interesting because there's no, we don't have that mechanism for like the advanced to position. Mm. We don't have any of that. You just, you make it, you, it is what it is, but I've always said the same thing. I don't understand people who do a, uh, like when you have guys that go back and do like you did, like you did a senior chief tour doing something that you were also doing as a first and or a chief. Mm -hmm. So just from a, like a strictly logistical business view, the Navy is very much wasting money on you at that point. Right. Um, like the, they are overpaying somebody to do so, a job that could be done by somebody else for less. Well, what what ended up happening in my specific case was they basically made me do the job I was getting paid for. And then my second class was doing a lot of my job, which like he was capable of doing but I didn't have the manning to not have him do the other things too. But that's so he, unfair to him. It right. was, it was super unfair mm -hmm. to him. And I arguably unfair to me. Cause I did want, like, if you're going to put me in this chief role, I want to be a good chief for my guys. Right. And I, right. I wasn't in a position to do that because they were pulling me away to do the Cobb's job and to do uh, like battle stations, drill stuff and assistant ships, diving officer stuff. And I was sitting dive eight hours a day. And like, so I, I, arguably was earned like doing a senior chief job for sure. Like, so they, that part of it was like, I guess gotten right in a wrong way, but then mm -hmm. it, then people suffered as a result because there was no structure in place to account for that. My doing a senior chief job instead of doing what I was actually billeted there for. So it was like, it like got it right in that regard. And I think that like, I, I was told by a lot of like people that were kind of mentors to me, um, that like when they were in their senior chief tour, uh, like so I'm talking about CSSs at this point, they that's what the, they like prepare yourself to be like the ACOB. Like you're not going to be doing right. your your CS job. You're going to be the ACOB because the the math in their head is like my job almost does itself. Like what? Like how hard can it be to cook food? I cook food at home for my family all the time, and it's like 
that's not what I'm doing, dummy. I'm doing right. logistics like and accounting and and endurance for the mission. Right. Like it's not I'm not cooking your breakfast. But they don't they can't wrap their feeble little right. minds around that for some reason. So they're just like, ah, your job's not real. And so then we'll put you on watch eight out your three section dive forever. You're going to have every collateral duty on the submarine. And then I proved like to be competent and good at things. So that I'm like doing all the admin. I would revise every instruction. Every Cobb memo was written by me. Every everything, man. Like, I mean, the dude probably wouldn't have written any Cobb memos if I hadn't told him it was a good idea. And then he's like, yeah, OK, go ahead and write it. And then he would just sign it and I'd hang it up. And I mean, I was freaking the Cobb 80 percent of the time. Um so, yeah, it was I, like I feel like I, I I was doing a senior chief job. It was way different than my first chief's tour. But at the same time, I just like, think yeah, like I, my primary duty was being done by a second class largely. But like, like I feel like that's again, that's just misuse of resources, though, mm-hmm. where when and that kind of goes back to my original point of like you, if you did a chief tour mm-hmm. and then you come back as a senior chief, they shouldn't just be paying a senior chief to do the same thing that you already did as yeah. a chief that's abilited for a chief, but we don't have many. If there's right. again, there's enough. what like, there's I, I how many, wish how many billets like a, on a submarine are specifically billeted to be senior chief or above? Only the only thing I think of is two. Well, I can only think of the depends. EDMC yeah. and, the, and the Cobb. It depends. There's some coded as senior chiefs and it's probably changed too, but like, um, and at special case, like, so that when I was a brand new baby chief on the Jimmy Carter, that was, co- that was billeted as a senior chief. Like I was, it was supposed to be a senior chief job, but no one's going to volunteer to go to Jimmy Carter. It's a senior. Well, chief. and th- that's so what I was saying like, is that might be different yeah. because of the platform, but like, yeah, it is. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't traditionally, I don't know, man. I, I think, but how many billets do you think on a submarine that are senior chiefs are just, they're filling a chief billet. They just mm. happen to be senior chief and they haven't moved yeah, on no, because I think that's the submarine force common. is so structured mm-hmm. with like you make this rank and you go do this position. Right. And right. if you don't want to go do that, you don't want to go be a cobber. You don't want to go be yeah. an EDMC. Then you don't qualify those things. You don't do that. But mm-hmm. you have made senior chief because you are good at what you do. Like now. Yeah. what? So we had the same problem with with Alan. Right. When he uh-huh. put on master chief and they were like, well, well you got to go back and be a radio <laughs> chief. Yeah. And he was like. Yeah. No, like I'm yeah. not going to go be a master chief, right? Filling a radio right. chief, like, like, no, like, A, I've done that. Well, B, that's yeah. absurd. That's it's such a waste, right? But to my point, yeah. that would be the perfect person, all of those senior chiefs or all of those master mm-hmm. chiefs to go fill an LDO position, like an 01 through 3 yeah. LDO position. Yeah. They could but go do that just fine. Why do they got to be an LDO? Why not just let a master chief do it? Why not just accept that's that my, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Technical just fill all of those yeah. billets with yeah, eight nines i love that because i would i would have loved god i keep hitting my stupid stand i'm not usually standing up during podcasts but i'm doing it because my back hurts i have like this lower back thing right now and, and i like i keep bringing my hand up to like talk with my hands and i'm hitting like the keyboard part of my stand-up desk so i apologize for the shaky video there's no earthquakes um i always wished that there was a like supply department chief billet on the submarine so that you could be like a first class because really what they have right now is like a first class usually fills one lead role in supply and then a right. chief in the other one. But it would have been really nice to have like a senior chief or a master chief to like fall back on leadership wise. And I think it would make a lot of leadership things 
like easier, more efficient, uh, just better in general because you have a grown up in the room. Like being a boot chief, right. that because I that I was brand new chief, uh, LS senior chief left. I had a first class lead who needed a lot of development. Um, great, mm-hmm. great at his job, but like leadership and maturity wise, like needed a lot of work. Right. And then I was still a pretty new chief, and now I'm the department chief, and I'm I'm contending with like dudes that have been doing it forever. I had a master chief EDMC that was like God tier. The dude is brilliant. And then Cobb was incredible. And then a lot of senior chiefs on the submarine. So like me advocating for my department as a brand new boot chief, like I did my best, but I got ran over. a lot. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, if I had had like a senior chief that wasn't going to take the same crap from those guys, it, I think it would have been right. amazing. But then you're in this place where it's like, but not okay. If I have a chief, I'm going to put him at sea on a submarine where I need a chief. So it's like there's not enough bodies to go around to make that make sense, I guess. But right. Like, I, so I don't know how you would accomplish it, but it'd be amazing. Like if there was st- stuff like that, not just so like as a master chief. I could go do a sea tour that is like a technical expertise, not being a cob, right? I'm here to run supply. And then right. I go to shore duty and I do. And eventually you're going to like not be going to sea anymore. Like my senior chief tour would have been like the supply department chief thing. And maybe I make master chief. But then it's like you're at you eventually get to this point where you're I'm going to be doing like senior policy things in rate, like running the community. But. But based on the, the the rigidity of the BBD enforcement and them mm-hmm. saying like seven's going seven billets, eight's going eight billets, right? Based on that, that should be happening anyways because there is no eight billet for a cook on a boat. So then yeah, you go, I well, I've made that. I'm going to go do, do that, other though. things meant for my job. I don't think sub- submarine, I can tell you for sure that uh, supply doesn't have the inventory to do that. They don't have the inventory with master chief senior chiefs and chiefs combined that are coming up on a sea tour like right they were they did tell me but it was based on uh just like prds and needing a master chief in that job they wanted to send me from the flagstaff i was at to another flagstaff to effectively do the same job at the force level so they were going to send me back to back shore because i was a master chief but if that if that gap wasn't there they would have told me to go back to a boat because they need chiefs that see right. that bad. And I probably would have gotten messed do, for but, it. Like, so it's like, yeah. I would have, I, but I would have never done it though. I, and that's why I was just like, I'm not, I'm, if I'm going back, it's as a cob period. Right. But I didn't want to go do that shore duty. And then all the other crap that I've talked about at, at nauseum, like about yeah, retiring, yeah. but it's just like for people that are in that similar point in their careers, it's like, it'd be really cool if you could stay in rate, do technical expertise things. Um, but it's like, we I don't just, have the inventory. We just don't. And I don't know how you, f- like, how do you fix it? Like you, f- in uh, my, uh, my solution is leadership development and education makes people think the organization sucks less and attrition goes down. Retention goes up. Recruiting hopefully goes up over time. But well, yeah, I mean, and then add in like the, that's a, that's a uh, long process. You have, yeah. I mean, there's, I don't know what the actual numbers are, right? Of, of people like developing saltwater allergies that magically can't go back to a boat once they yeah. make chief and then, right. or their second or third mm-hmm. or whatever chief tour. And they're just like, ah, I don't know. I just got a case of the itis mm-hmm. and talk to yep. doc. And then now magically you don't go. Yeah. Um, or it, it's a very small number of people that end up going LDO, like compared to the ratings yeah. that are yep. exist. Right. So like, I don't think that the 
eight people that make LDO this year, or whatever the number is, right? Like that's not going to save yeah. the the fleet manning. Right. But um, but just over time, all of that stuff does add up. Like all those little bits here and there add up. I just, like I said, I always it just killed me because somebody anytime somebody tells me that they're like, man, I just really want to go LDO, and I'm like, why? It's like at least it and, seems and easy the on the is, outside looking in. I'm sure. There's the two reasons that I very much understand. Mm -hmm. And one of them I agree with. And one of them immediately turns me off to that person yeah. is if they say, I want, I just want more money when I retire. Yeah. Like, sure. I get it. I yeah. totally get it. Right. That's the most like, common go do reason it. I hear. Like, yeah. It's, and it's honesty, but apparently during your board, you're not supposed to say that, that you want right, more money, of course not. which is stupid because <laughs> the is. reason that the dudes are interviewing yeah. you is because they wanted more money at some yeah, point, right? hundred percent. And then they almost got me uh, as a warrant when I was a senior chief at the A school, I almost put a package in because I was like, well, then you I get, don't want to be a cook anymore though. Like I don't you get guys do that are like what I'm doing anymore. Right. But then so there's other guys that were like, oh, I, I want to, uh. Oh, what was the other one that killed me though? The frustrating one was, oh, it's like I, at least for radio men, right? Uh, if you go 6290, there's like mm. one sea duty billet, maybe it's like yeah. the tenders. If you don't yeah. go to one of the tenders in Guam, you're not going to see yeah. basically ever. And that's a super sure that's a tour attraction. Yeah. So that's unless true. you go do that immediately, you're yeah. probably never going to the tender unless you go as like literally the OIC, right? Or something way high up, the XO yeah. or something like yeah. that, right? And at that point, you're in there, you you're yeah. you're pushing 30 years at least. Mm -hmm. But but it'll be like, oh, I just because I don't want to go to sea. Cause it's super yeah. easy to ride out the rest yeah. of the remainder of your career, do 10 yep. years on shore duty, and then and then yep. get out. And it's like, well, I don't want to go to sea. And it's mm -hmm. like, then just get out of the Navy. Yeah, if I had get out of the way up as a food service, warrant, I'm not I saying went to see one time and then I would have stayed on shore duty mm -hmm. until I retired. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm not the kind of guy like I very much appreciate shore duty. The Navy gives it to me for a reason. I'm going to take it. It's great. Yeah. But so I'm not trying to say that, like, every person that joins the Navy should spend 20 years at sea right. straight. Like, I, I just the idea of taking something to avoid something like taking a job to a completely avoid a huge aspect that is in demand is absolutely crazy to me. Like yeah. that one of your reasons for wanting to do something is to skate out of mm -hmm. a standard responsibility for you. Like, like I'm not saying what kills I, me is that that's I somehow like a it. virtue when people say that I'm not, oh, I'm not okay. saying that like, it's I'm like, it's I understand it. it. <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't. That's what I'm saying not, is I understand yeah. that, but I'm I immediately going to judge that myself, person. But at the same time, I'm not. I get like, it. I understand why people do it. That's for sure. But it's usually right, like especially in in for radio men. I see mm. it's a lot of guys that are at like eight, nine, ten years. Maybe they yeah. made chief pretty quick, and then they're immediately putting on LDO right about the mm. ten year point, somewhere yeah. in that range. And they're like, yeah, made it skated out of that, that radio yeah, chief tour. Yeah. And it's like, what, why are you doing the job then? Right. Just get out of here. Go, get out, go do this somewhere anymore. else, yeah. go get a job in the real, yeah. go work at a con as a contractor Yeah. and make even more money and never yeah. get on. You know what I mean? Like you're just clogging yeah. up the works. For I don't get it either. I think, I think a lot of it is like the Andy Dufresne, like it's Shawshank Redemption. Like they don't, 
like some people really get indoctrinated into this idea that they couldn't make it as a civilian, like that meme that people like some chief that's never been I'd punched. Of, mine. Of, yeah. Well, no, like a like a, a chief that's basically saying you'd never make it in the civilian world, having never made oh, it in yeah, the civilian yeah, yeah. world. Like how do you, how right. would you know? Like, but the I think some people get this like comfort level with the devil that they know, and they're just like afraid to transition out after a certain point because you get like I can tell you having retired there's a shocking amount of things that I've been like surprised by sort of like I guess I I sort of knew that it was coming but I discounted it as far as like like the uh, there's a shocking amount of things that just happen for you in the Navy. Right. Like when you're active duty, there's a yeah. shocking amount of th- like and and the health insurance side of it is a huge part of it. And I didn't understand how complicated and just ridiculous it can be until like having been treated for cancer while I was on active duty. I didn't do anything like I just showed up and gave them my like <laughs> benefits number and that was it. Like, I don't co- pay co-pays. I don't right. pay anything like they just fixed me and I got all the Gucci treatment. Right. And right. now it's like a lot different. Like I have to do a lot of things that I don't understand and I'm learning how to do it and all this other crap. And that's just like one aspect of it. There's all this right. other stuff that like it. So I think a lot of people just become very comfortable with like the amount of things that the infrastructure that supports military members like the mm-hmm. amount of things that it does for you is is shocking and te- it, it's for sure. you, then you get out and you're just like oh god i have to like be an adult on my own like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like what is happening and so it's like i think that's a lot of it is they don't want to give up all the benefits but they're they also don't want to do all the hard stuff that sucks and it's like I get it. It's it's awesome being retired. Like, let me tell you, I highly recommend it. Uh, but like, but you put yeah, in the time to I, just I to, to earn that benefit. I did. And I think that's what I, I understand. I understand. That's all I'm saying. I don't agree I know. that they should be avoiding the hard things I, either. But no, I get, I get it. it. And like I said, I don't. I don't blame them. I get it when they're like, I don't want to yeah. go back to a boat. And it's like, right. yeah, dude. If I could spend the rest of my career on shore duty yeah. and make more money. Well, like yeah. this is a dream job, right? Like what, that's the dream job. Yeah. What you're saying though, it's like my buddy, Josh, uh, he was my LS chief on my last boat. Um, mm. he made senior chief on that boat and then separated at 14 years. He was like, I cannot go back to another submarine. And the shore duty options they were giving him were he, places he didn't want to go. Like he didn't want to relocate. Um, yeah. And then he was Good just like, dude, the idea of going back to another submarine and doing this again, because we had and I've talked about it a ton of the podcast, but like the CEO that we had was this bipolar yeah. like it was it was brutal. Was it the guy so, that that I know? I, don't I think know. we talked we can, about him. We can talk. We you probably I think you do. Um, he was I think he was my nav. I'm pretty, I, I think we'll talk about it offline. I don't, I yeah, don't yeah. ever want to like dock somebody in that way, but I mean, you could figure it out him. if you try, if you knew where I was, you could figure out who it was. I, I like encourage guy. you not to, he, he was, I well, think, I think he was a good person. Like generally, I think he didn't do well coping with the stress of being a commanding officer. That's all, like, he's a human being. Yeah. I, I was mad at him for a long time. I've probably said that I hate him on the podcast and I, I mean, I, I hate a lot of the shit he did, um, <laughs> but I, I, I developed, a an, an empathy for the just 
mind-boggling burden. Yeah, the mind-boggling yeah. burden you have to be under to get through that uh, and successfully. And like he was wildly successful on paper, like as a commanding officer. So mm-hmm. like th- he was doing a lot right. He was very good at his job. He's one of the smartest human beings I've ever met in my life. His brain be the same, is like dude. a computer. But yep. like also he was not he did not deal with the stress of the position very well. Like and I it, I mean, there were moments. I mean, it was like horrific. Like it's I almost punched him in his face in control one time. Like it was <laughs> it was like it, I, he was and, and I'm not the only one either. I mean, our AWEPs almost yeah, clocked yeah. him like there's a bunch of incidents where it was like you got this close to being on the cover of the Navy Times. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I like I, I look back at it now, having had all this time to reflect on it and like analyze it um, and then having studied a little psychology and leadership more and whatever. It's like I think I spent a bunch of time talking to that dude, especially when we were in off crew, like I'd be in his office. We'd have really great conversations like he's a super smart dude, um, really like uh, the way he would analyze things and explain things like mm-hmm. it was he was great. He was amazing. Um and he was a really great dude to be around when we were in the OCAB. But when he had the submarine, it was a whole different human being like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yeah, yeah. He was a great dude. And I think he's probably a really good person. Like I can't I don't I'm not personally friends with the guy. So like I don't know. Right. But he was cool to me. I saw him a bunch after that when I was doing inspections on boats. I would run into him in because the next job he was coming out on boats, too. And. Um, and he was always like super happy to see me and we chop it up and I, you know, like, um, so I, I think he's a good guy that just did a really bad job of handling the stress, which I, I don't even know how you would like, I imagine being a cob is like my version of it. And I would, I would think about that a lot because of how stressed out I was sit and dive. It's like when I'm the cob, like, holy Jesus, like the amount of stress that would have been on me, like because of the way that I would have entered the role i feel like um there could have been some issues you know what i mean like and especially if i had done it after mm-hmm. my last job and it, like i had not retired i don't think i would have made it six months before i would have just been a mental health dumpster fire so i'm really <laughs> glad i never did it because i it's right it's a job i think is too important to screw up but like it gives you just like this tiny little peek behind the curtain of of the burden of being a commanding officer like I can't even process like right the amount of stress those people are under. So it's like, I'm a lot more um, f- forgiving of, of the experience, even though um, yeah, at the time I want to punch him in his face. So there you go. I don't know That's what to fair. tell you. He's, I don't think he's a horrible human being um, by any stretch. I did at the time I was pissed the entire <laughs> time. I, it took me a long time to get past that. Like where, like even when I was seeing him after the fact, like on those inspections, I was I would tell mm-hmm. my counterpart, the LS master chief, how, how like how he was a piece of piece of crap and all the horrible things he did. But then like the more I thought and I think talking to um, names are always my kryptonite. The uh, dude I did the um, CO suggestion box episodes with. Um, yeah, it'll come to me. But uh, he uh, talking to him about his his role as a CEO and like the way he interacted with his people and the the reasons mm-hmm. why he was um, he was the way he was because like his his people like Ellison uh, doing the test up stuff like that he was that was his CEO 
And uh-huh. those dudes having been second classes that just separated, they talked about that dude like he walked on water. I'm like, people don't normally talk right. about their CEO that way. And so I'm right. like, this is interesting. I'm like, who is this dude? Why is he different? And he was an 1120, but he had a degree in music. And I'm like, that's interesting. Like, because right. most of them are engineers or something right, right. adjacent, right? Um, some STEM so, yeah, category. Some STEM or thing. Or my, like, and a lot of them were like engines and just those dudes that lean yeah, really yeah. hard that direction towards like the nuclear engineering side of things. Um, and I think talking to him, it gave me some more perspective on like what a CEO is and what kind of like unbearable pressure they're under. And it's right. just like, okay, I guess I shouldn't be as mad as I am. <laughs> like, So if it's the I, same, I, it, I got if it's the same guy, right? being a good person. So I'm like, okay, like I need to be, you know? So he was, he's, I always said that he was like the smartest dude I ever met. Um, assuming yeah. it's the same guy. Cause I'm pretty yeah. sure it is. Probably. He was like a physics major. And I feel like at some point he had like a physics degree and I feel like at some point he put in an application to go be uh, an astronaut. Like he applied through NASA to go be an astronaut at some point. Uh, Obviously didn't get picked up, but um, just an insanely smart guy who would remember every detail that you told him. Yes. And then he remembered so, everything, dude. He would talk to you so, about technical specs from like three platform, like three boats ago. Exactly. And been on an 88 or whatever boat in in 15 years. And he could still yep. tell you like technical so, details of how it worked and stuff. It was when bananas. I was qualifying. Right. He was the officer of the deck when I was trying to get my fish and I went out to go do my ESM calls. And so I went out there and, the, and I was like, what does this guy like to ask? Right. Like, what does he do? And he was the officer of the deck. <laughs> and I was, you know, like, what's his, what's his standard yeah. questions type deal. And Probably so somebody's like, crazy oh, obscure. <laughs> well, they were like, he's going to ask you about something. I don't even remember what, but he's going to ask you about this. And he was like, mm-hmm. and it's some topic that's like not very easy to explain. Yeah. And he was like, and my seat, I was like, just tell him that it's like the chaos theory and kind of explain it that way. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah OK. And I'm like, okay. I have no idea what the chaos theory like. I know the term. Right. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know enough. I don't about understand it. Don't know what it yeah, I don't. Right. And so I was like, Get oh, him yeah, talking yeah, okay, about okay. physics so that he's not Something. asking you questions. <laughs> no. So I walk out there and it was a total yeah. setup. So I go out there yeah. and of course he asked me about it. He ran me through a bunch of questions. He was cool right. with it. Super dry, sarcastic, kind of like poking yeah. fun at people type thing. Yep. But like in a, in a, uh, not in like a, a mean way. I don't know how to describe yeah. it, but, um, he was hilarious. So he's giving me a hard time about something. Mood, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so he was like, um, he was, all right. He's like, kazoo, tell me about, uh, whatever kind of radar. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and I'm st- we're standing like I'm on the edge of the con. Right. <laughs> so we're under the open mic. They're all in yeah. radio listening. And I was like, oh, it's kind of like the chaos theory. And he just freezes and stares at me and then just dropped my qual card down the scope well. Oh, and I'm just looking wow. at him like, what? And I'm just like, why did I like that's cold blooded? What do it? Uh, and he was <laughs> and he's like, that's so go get, like, go get your sea dad type deal. And then I could hear so like you could up. hear them laughing through the curtain <laughs> and radio and you immediately get the like radio con radio to the con. Yeah. 
<laughs> and so like he That's walks so out with a big old up. smirk on his face and he was like, all right, two things. And he looks at me and he's like, you need to find the real answer. And then now you also have to go tell me what the chaos theory is and why you were way wrong with that. Yeah. And then he's like, and then two, and he looks at my seat and he's like, you have to help him tag out the scope and get his qual card, card back. Card out of back. There. <laughs> yeah. That's a very, and I was uh, looking at him like, man, why did you send me like, now we got to go hang on tags. The story like, for him. Yeah. That's hilarious. And it was funny, but like, and I mean, I learned some stuff from him, but like definitely yeah. by that, but yeah. um, just the way he, <laughs> so savage. and they were like, oh yeah. <laughs> Cause I remember asking him like, dude, did you That's know he was, so and they were savage. like, the last time we told him something about that, we said it was because of the chaos theory and he freaked out and he was oh like, I got, a, I'm a physics major. Do you even know about that? And yeah. he started going into the details about why they were wrong on like some sarcastic thing. And he was in a bad mood. Now, if I and ever so see him again, like, I'm going to find a way to slip in the chaos theory. And we're kind of, it's kind of like the chaos theory. Just he so was he basically just like, if you ever talk on. to me. He was basically like, don't ever talk to me about the chaos theory again. Like That's something hilarious. about, you know, whatever, just mad about it. So they found a yeah. chance to set me up and like, it's funny. Yeah. Like I get it. Even in the moment, I was That's just kind of so like, savage that he actually dropped it down the sofa. <laughs> That's so fucked up, dude. Like, <laughs> but it's like, it's also hilarious. Like if I'm your C dad oh, yeah. in radio, I'm pissing myself after i oh, find yeah, out yeah. he actually put your i'd be like oh i gotta write a tag for this worth it like <laughs> worth it <laughs> like i'm totally doing it and then i'm gonna laugh at you the whole time you're getting your card out 100 percent. yeah oh my no God, it was brutal it was so a, it was a miserable end of that he's the one that came in when i went to go oh, do my so fish good. board um i had the senior chief sonar tech was the the forward or slash chief that was sitting my board yeah. And um he crazy smart dude um and had been in forever, right? And he right before I walked in there, the, uh the nav was like, "Hey, I've never bottom lined somebody's qual card as a department head and had them mm -hmm. fail. And you're the last mm -hmm. dude that I'm going to sign before he transferred." So he's like, "You're the last person. Keep yeah. the streak alive." Don't disappoint me. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. No pressure. Not like, hey, man, good luck. You got it's this. It was just very yeah. much. Do not disappoint me. Oh, yeah. And, and, and like, so well, I was like, are, are you going to like kill me if I die? <laughs> right. And so <laughs> I'm like, OK, cool. Like, Good talk. I'm super jazzed you, about this board now. Like yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so like I'm sitting in in the uh, oh, what was it called? Like the officer's lounge. I forget what the officer study. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I was up there right waiting for the board to start. We were waiting on uh, the nuke to show up. And um, so I'm just sitting there and then he opens up the door and he looks over at me and I still call him Nav when I talk to him because that's just Ooh. who he was to me forever, even though yeah, he's yeah. way higher than that now. But he opens up the door and he looks in and he's like, hey, Grilly, to the senior chief that was sitting there. And he's yeah. like, this guy here says that there's not a single thing that you can't ask ah. him about sonar that he doesn't know. He's like, he's told me that's earlier that you better true. be bringing a notepad. <laughs> He's like, he, he, oh, he yeah, told me yeah. earlier that you better bring a notepad to take notes, right? And I was gonna just learn some there. stuff today about sonar, you know? <laughs> and then he looks over at me and he goes, don't screw this up. And then closes the door. I never and I'm sitting said there like, that. <laughs> and I'm like pale, right? I, I had to have just, gone white as a ghost. I would have immediately been like, I never said that. <laughs> I just, I think I was just like in shock and I was yeah. just like frozen, all color <laughs> left my face, right? Because you're already nervous because it's your fishboard. Yeah, yeah. And this dude looks over and he looks at me. He's like, Hey man, he goes, 
I am not going to ask you a single thing about sonar. And I was just like, yeah. oh, thank God. And he kind of laughed when I said that. And he's like, I know about, he goes, I know yeah. everything there is to know about sonar. That's why I'm here. You know about radio. That's yeah. why you're here. Because yeah. I don't care about any of that. Because this isn't a sonar board yeah. or a radio board. And I was like, okay. I know and I lots just of being other things. Super though. stoked. Because <laughs> I still don't know almost anything about sonar. So yeah. <laughs> if you would have asked me, I would have been immediately hosed. Yeah, that but was one of the that ones was like I the feel one like topic. No one no one knows anything about the nuclear plant except for how to draw the the hot rock mix hot rock around you, around you. yeah like the thing trick has on like a sticker now i know how to do that uh and then uh yeah i don't feel like i knew anything about sonar like i might have but god it's one of those I, ones where i feel like it just got blazed off and no one ever asked sonar questions on a board no At least not but, like any ones i've ever sat no, but of course, like he walks in and sets me up with that kind of lead yeah, in yeah, to the sonar yeah. senior chief. And I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm going <laughs> to disappoint him. I'm going to like, me. I'm just going to leave now. Like, is there <laughs> some, is it possible to go UA underway <laughs> underwater? <laughs> it is. Some kid proved it on a surface ship. It was like not too <laughs> no, no, no. Underwater. Like, yeah. I want to I mean, know sure if you can do it underwater. Uh, if you really There's tried spots in the engine room, you could probably disappear it was just the whole idea of like mm -hmm. oh my god this is this guy's pep talk right and then of course yeah. like when i passed it up then i was like i saw him and i was like i passed nav and he was like of course you did and yeah. then that was it I and it wasn't like card yeah, yeah it wasn't like congrats it oh, wasn't no. yeah exactly oh, no it never had he like <laughs> i got an above standards on my smi after having been on board for four months and he shook my hand and coined me and the only thing he said was congratulations you're dink chief or senior because i hadn't requalified anything since checking in so he's like congratulations you're dink and like going to me at the same time <laughs> like that yeah, thanks sir i know like i know i need to requalify chief watch and duty chief and then qualify dive i'm aware uh but yeah it was I like it. it's just that's what the nicest thing he ever said to me was i was sitting dive one day and he walks into control and like i was perpetually like worried as i as mm -hmm. dive and he walks in and we had just done he would come into control and randomly uh, make the dive go to one SQ because mm -hmm. the battle state he didn't want the battle stations dive to be the only one uh, that knew how to do it. And he right. wanted us halfway there by the time I got relieved by the BSM team. Right. So uh, he would just walk in. And I remember the first time he did it, I'd only been sitting in the chair for like a couple of weeks. And I'm like. I don't know how to go to dive one SQ. Like I have no fucking clue. Like, and it was just a dumpster fire. And then he called it off. And then he's like, you need to go work with the BSM dive and figure this out and blah, blah, blah. And so after like three or four times doing it, I figured it out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he would randomly come into control and just say, you know, off the deck, go to dive one SQ. And because he'd do it he'd wait till we're pumping sands and like of your course. trims all fucked up and yeah. you gotta like go figure it out and so like i became i as a way to combat that i made like a little tack aid that was laminated that had like load supportability tables and here's where i put my water and stuff and i would track everything right. so when he did it i would or i would basically know how to get back to a zero trim at the place we were at um and uh so he, we he, used to he make fun he would come in and do that. And and one day he came in, did it. I'm stressing out. I got to dive on his cue, but it wasn't the prettiest thing in the world. And I, when I got done, I just had this, you know, my life look on my face. And he just goes, you know, senior, you're not as bad at this as you think you are. And then just walked away. And that was like the greatest compliment I ever got from that dude. 
I was just like, thanks, <laughs> sir, I think. like <laughs> Everybody used to talk about, my favorite part, though, is I, I don't know because I'm not a nuke, but mm-hmm. uh, everybody used to always talk about how he was, like, just a terrible nuke. Um, oh, I don't. Which is funny because... I've never I don't that. imagine that because he's so smart, right? Yeah, so in my head, like he just knows smart. all of it. And he was an end. But so like or wasn't no, he wasn't. No. He was a nav. He was a nav. Yeah. So but while he was the nav, right? He was like the senior dude at the time who was doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he would write the watch bills for them. And he would write himself to have like his do his like minimum proficiency yeah, in the yeah. box. Yeah. But he would do it like uh he would intentionally because he writes the night orders and yeah, all that other it, stuff. Like, stupid times when nothing's happening. It would be yes, a mid watch <laughs> when you're doing absolutely nothing, not a single yeah. bell change, nothing. Mm-hmm. He's just sitting there for six hours hanging out, yep. and then he'd come off and he'd be like, "Well, got my proficiency." Yep. And then he he would crush it on the con and he'd do all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But we we're always laughing like, "Come on, man, you can't bust my chops that bad." When like, and yeah. so one of the times I gave him a hard time about it, and I was like. If you're so great, then why don't, you know, I was like, why don't yeah. you go back there and stay? And he's like, cause I don't want to. And I was like, I Oh, but to, I have yeah. to. And yeah. he was like, well then uh, go become a navigator and write yeah. your own watch bill. And Promote. then you don't have to either. Sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Get promoted like, nerd. <laughs> like, yeah, got yeah. me. Yeah. Dude, that was the one c- concept I like never embraced as I got promoted was that like there are privileges and like, I never, it was like, I probably should have a little bit, but it was like, I looked at it like, like star Wars. Like if it's the gateway to the dark side kind of thing, like <laughs> I felt like I had to like maintain my virtue or something. Cause it was like, I was a watchable coordinator and, but I also was like every other collateral duty. And then my buddy showed up and, uh, he wanted to be the watchbill coordinator. Didn't even register that he wanted to be the watchbill coordinator so that he could write himself into the best <laughs> possible place on the watchbill. Didn't occur to me either, like an idiot, when I was the watchbill coordinator. Like I was still in section. So I was just right. like, it didn't make any sense to me. And I never wanted to be perceived as the guy that was like taking advantage of that position. Right. But like as soon as I gave it up, everybody that had it after me abused the privilege of being the watchbill. And I'm like, should I have just done that? Cause this sucks. Like, and I, <laughs> should I have like, should I, cause I could never get off the watch bill after that. And I was just like, bro, like what is happening? Cause like the guy that took it from me, well, yeah, it was the guy that took it from directly from me. Like he would write, he wrote himself off the watch bill constantly. He was, but he did it very integral, very crafty way. He was the sonar soup kick, but he never kicked like almost yeah. ever. Like he would just be, on, but he was on the watch bill as a kick. But it was just like he would just barely ever kick like or if something like we needed somebody to do something else, he would go relieve Sonar Soup. But like he would just never kick. And so it was just like, oh, I see what you did there. You're not off the watch bill, but you're off the watch bill. And I was like, I clearly have some things to learn. But at the same time, like I just didn't feel right doing that. Yeah, I would have felt gross about it. So. And I didn't really have like I couldn't make myself the sonar soup kick because there is no like you can't be the galley soup kick like there's no. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It was stupid. All right. I hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, I I mean, y'all already know Chief Bob is uh, the ride or die. So it's always fun talking to him. Uh, You'll see him a lot of times in the live streams, too, which I'm pretty sure we're doing one Thursday. Uh, I'll announce it on social media. Uh, just say, I got to make sure I've, I've been behind on a few things cause I had a back issue or like, I, it's still kind of there, but, um, just old 
not stretching enough. Who knows? Jiu-jitsu. But yeah, my back, I was like having a hard time standing up and sitting down and stuff. So that was another reason why I didn't have an episode uh, last week until that stuff happened. And I came in and started screaming. <laughs> so yeah, it's like I just I was I couldn't barely like do simple tasks that a person has to do every day. So uh, so there's that. Um, as always, if you need anything from us, hit us up. Don't give up the shit podcast at gmail.com. You can Facebook message us. Don't give up the shit podcast. Or you can DM us on Instagram, Reddit, or Discord at DGUS Podcast. If you want to support us, dguspodcast.com. There's a donate button on the website. Or go to Don't Give Up the Ship Apparel. It's dgutsapparel.com. You can get yourself some sweet stuff like this doc shirt we got kicking. It says, uh, it says, well, there we go. Get it on the camera. It says, change your socks in Latin. And then he's holding socks in its little pill guy. And this is established uh, 1898 for the docks. So uh, that's the the dock design that I got. It's not on the website yet, but it's going to be very soon. I got a little th- couple more things to tweak is to make sure that it prints correctly on different colored shirts and stuff. But got that one coming. Got the skiff mates and the uh, super secret squirrel. And then I got an aviation one, too, that I, all the Discord homies know what I'm talking about. It's like a based on Skittles because like the flight deck folks uh they call at least to my knowledge they call them skittles but a lot of the aviation people that i know in discord co-signed and said it was amazing and so i'm excited to release all that we got four new designs dropping very soon uh so stay tuned for that dgusapparel.com and then the best way to support us patreon.com slash podcast pick one of five tiers uh whatever you can swing lots of cool benefits there and it really really helps us pay all the bills and expand the platform uh, so we really appreciate it if you can do that. And if you can't uh, spare the, the the coin, it is what it is. I understand times are tough. Uh, you can support us just by subscribing to the YouTube channel, following the podcast, sharing stuff, tagging stuff, um, sharing like the reels and stuff, which a lot of people have been doing with that episode I just did. So I really uh, thank you and I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, just share the content, like the content, review the content on all the platforms for all the things. And that helps a ton with all the algorithmic stuff and getting the word out to the people uh, that need it, that I'm that I'm trying to get it to. So uh, we appreciate everything. Thank you so much for listening and don't give up the ship. Hey, big shout out to our level five patrons, William McIver and Victoria Livingood, to all the other patrons and everyone that supports us. We couldn't do it without you. You're allowing us to expand the platform, pay all these bills and continue to push out just awesome content for you as much as humanly possible. And we really, really appreciate you. Thank you so much.